This is the Go Remote Podcast with your host, TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Big Johnny D. We have such sights to tell you. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is your Dark Lord of Knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And the killing machine himself, Bobby. Good fucking evening. And the big guy himself, Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gormore? I'm glad to be back. Hell yeah. So we finally got the gang back together uh, after after last week's debacle. Uh, but we are back full swing and we got a good one for you. But before that little slice of life, let's start it off with Bobby. Hello. (laughs) Hello. How the fuck is everybody doing? (laughs) Pretty good, man. What'd you do this week? Uh, this past weekend, uh, today is my birthday. Happy birthday to you. you. Happy Happy birthday birthday to you. you. Happy birthday, dear Bobby. Bobby. Happy birthday birthday to you. you. (laughs) We told you it was gonna happen, but keep going, buddy. I got I gotta tell you that that was fucking brilliant. I'm hiring you all as singers. (laughs) Uh I went axe throwing on Saturday. My friends took me out to that. And that shit's fucking fun. Let me tell you something. I made that shit stick a few times. I'm happy. It was good. Nice. And then it was just a chill weekend. I couldn't really go very far, so it was it was a chill weekend. Awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, what about you, uh, Johnny D? Uh, had a pretty relaxing weekend. Um, just hung out. Got to watch this amazing movie, which was my first time viewing. But yeah, he uh, does Dallas. I was thinking the same thing. No, that'd be like a thousand viewing. Get the fuck out of my head. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, review that. It's not gore, but you know. <laughs> it is more. There is a lot of splatter. <laughs> There's uh, more to it. <laughs> there was definitely tits and bush. I can say that. Oh, uh, we got bush. It. <laughs> It'd probably be the All most right. bush we've ever reviewed in this thing. But oh, no, God. it's uh, it's been a pretty relaxing weekend. I uh I was super sad face because I got to miss my Gormore family at the con. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I kept up with uh, your guys' updates and everything like that. And honestly, man, you guys look like you had a blast. I would love to hear about it. We really did. Uh, Chad, uh, I'll let you start it off, buddy. Well, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't there Friday night because I had to work, but I was there Saturday and Sunday all day manning the table at the Steel City Con. We had an absolute blast. Uh, met so many people, so many fans come up to us and talk to us, and I was so proud to say I'm part of this podcast. You know, we're partnered with Friday the 13th Vengeance, and we got to talk about Masked by Lance and Cabin 13, and handed out so many business cards, so many flyers, had these great conversations, took pictures. It was such a blast. And I have to say, I was nervous as fuck talking to people that I didn't know, and it just, boom, came naturally. So awesome. I'd like to think in some world that podcasting has prepared you for that. <laughs> Which but one? Po- podcasting is a little bit different. It's just me sitting here talking to you guys versus talking to yeah, strangers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it was really yeah, awesome. You get the same four voices here. 
for sexy voices, let's uh, let's let's correct you there. Hey now. Uh, <laughs> it, was just, it was just so great <laughs> seeing people coming up and like Friday Thirteenth Vengeance. What's this? Yeah, for sure. Like, there's a new one. Like yes, but and then we explained you know the whole mm-hmm. lawsuit and the fan film and how great was that fucking Friday the Thirteenth panel? Right, it was <laughs> insane. Especially it's Tom Savini, first one showed up. Oh. Professionals are always on time. <laughs> nice. We might as well start it now. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, he just went right for it, man. It was really, really that cool. That man can work a crowd. He can. I, I, I just have to ask one question. Did anybody tell Cunningham to fuck off? No. Uh, see, we couldn't technically do it because mm. if they he we did do it and then it got back to vengeance, he could uh, do a cease and desist. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, we were good, good, little boys. We were good. Uh, I did troll him on Friday. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that video. Uh, that is going to actually be in a movie, that video. So, guys, stay tuned to that. Uh, but it was really cool because the, the panel on Friday, I got to ask him pretty much about Jason Goes to Hell. And, of course, he lied through his fucking teeth and blamed everything on Adam. Ooh, but it's cool because I asked the question and then he goes, what the hell did he just say? <laughs> and Cain looks at me and goes, don't worry. He'll read it again. And then uh, I do it. And then that's uh, that like sounds like it's like Cain knows the real answer. <laughs> he he does. does. And then Cain goes, I was in that movie. And I was like, and I yell from the from the panel floor. I go for like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cain just kind oh, of looks at me. I was so bummed that I couldn't make that show. Just financial shit because I wouldn't be able to get to that or mania for that matter if I did both. So yeah. another another great part not, of the, pa- the panel on Friday on uh, Saturday was Cain uh, calling out uh, Kaufman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I finally realized who you remind me of. Stand up. (laughs) Turn around. (laughs) That was so funny. It was it was really cool. I I I never thought that we would have like a relationship with Kane Hodder. But as the weekend went on and the more and more we visited his booth, uh he really started to come up to us and then uh Saturday, Corey and I took a little step away and we waited in his booth for quite a long time. He was coming back for lunch and he came through and he's like, hey, 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 hey. And then he saw us and he just fucking lit up like a Christmas tree because of the shirts, because of the shirts. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, never wipe alone. That's fucking great. He sat down. I went over to Myra and I was talking to her a little bit and bullshit. And, she, you know, she loves the shirts. Kane loves the shirts. And we were talking back and forth. And I go over to Kane and I pull out my promo photo and he's like, wow, he's like, where'd you get this at? And then he's and then he's like. So what do you know about this photo? And I was like, well, I kind of run the Jason Goes to Hell fan group. And he's like, oh, so you know your shit. Let's see how much. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Ooh. He goes, so is this me or the dummy? I said, I'm pretty sure that's you. And he's like, how would you Just know? look at I'm, the eye. Exactly. I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Adam told me this was you. He's like, how do you know Adam? I was like, I kind of talk to him regularly. He's like. Oh, where are you from? I was like from Pittsburgh, and I was like, "He's like, how the fuck do you know Adam Marcus?" Then, <laughs> crazy story, bro. Crazy story. Uh, and then I talked about uh, Texas Chainsaw Three, and then the connection with Nick Strawn and everything. And he really liked that, and he signed my photo and everything. And I actually come to find out that the scene where he gets blown up and goes to hell is not actually Kane. It's no, a, really. It's a dummy standing on a piece of plywood and the machete. If you zoom in in a high resolution f- picture, it's actually tied to his hand with a rope. 
Yeah. <laughs> really? Because if you if you look at the hand, it's like spread open. It's in between the middle and ring finger. The more you know. Uh, <laughs> it was really cool to meet Kane. And of course, then we uh, presented him with a uh, Jason is dead two for one burger sales sign. And he lost his shit. And then he was like, where do I sign this at? <laughs> and he's like, sign it for Jason. That's fucking awesome. So we get, he's like, should I sign it really big? And he goes to start signing. He's like, man, I really wish, wish I had one of those big fat ones. And I was like, that's what she said. And he fucking <laughs> lost it. He fucking lost it. Nah. I was like, hey, could you get a picture with us? He's like, yeah, I normally charge. He's like, for you guys, anything. And then Meyer's like, are you sure you want to do this with those T-shirts? He's like, why the fuck would I care? <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds, that sounds like Kane is always a pleasure to me. And we also find out that Kane's real name is not Kane. It's Kane. 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 Yeah, because it of the like, island he grew up on. Yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kane means uh, men. Men. Or man. So whenever you go, how come that was never brought up in his fucking documentary? Because it doesn't sound masculine, and some people call him Connie. <laughs> I think I would just end up being like, "What's up, Kanye?" <laughs> oh God, yeah, that'll go nice. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, really really uh, cool. And we actually found out something else in really interesting that TJ is probably completely forgetting about is that uh, somebody mentioned that Doug Bradley lives in Pittsburgh. Mil- yeah, lives in Pittsburgh now. Oh shit! Yeah, somebody yeah. brought this up. We're like, no, he fucking lives in England. He lives in freaking yeah, London, we were, England. We and we looked it up. Everything. Look up on his uh, personal on his uh, page, and at the bottom of it, it says, you know, it gives his email address, how to contact him. That says Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh shit! Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. So we got Savini and Doug Bradley living really close to each other. That's pretty fucking cool. I'll be meeting Doug Bradley and Kane next weekend. Yes, we will. Uh, Doug Bradley for me for the oh. second time. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, should I walk up with TJ and be like, yeah, I'm associated with him? <laughs> Doug doesn't know who I am. If it if it's a nightmare. No, no, I mean to Kane, not Doug. Oh, to Kane, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we'll walk up together, man. Uh he, he'll definitely remember me. I told him to look out for me for next week. I said, Well, I'll be raising hell there as well. And <laughs> he only knows me because of my fucking height, and he asks, Did you get fucking bigger every time? I say, I don't know, you get shorter. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, this weekend was really, really cool for me. I got to sign my first autographs. Uh, got lots of pictures with fans. Really just doing our best to represent Vengeance as a whole. And we I, I, I swear we showed that trailer so fucking much. A lot of people got exposed to Vengeance this weekend. And I can say that uh, we're ready for launch. Anytime this movie drops, we, you can be rest assured that, that this, this fandom is going to grow even stronger and I'll tell you what, just the amount of turnout for people at our booth was truly humbling. And it was quite the experience, and Chad can attest to this. We literally were flooded the entire goddamn convention till the last two hours. Dude, I barely had time to even eat my little thing of nachos on Saturday. We were that busy. Yeah. It was insane. Like, not, not even Ooh, just kind not of nachos. Even, just regular stadium nachos, basically. Yeah. Whatever they had there. But it, it, was, it wasn't like we were just like selling and selling and selling the crap out of people. Like people would just come up and just start conversations and we'd talk with them and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And my voice. Sounds That's how like it this. all goes. My voice sounds like this because I didn't stop talking all weekend. Uh, I only do have one question about the con and it's I think anybody that goes to cons know how bad was the BO situation? Not it wasn't bad. Not at all. That's good. 
Yeah, it's not Monster Mania. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, some, of, some of us wear deodorant, but not everybody. Yeah. And I, I unfortunately didn't get to meet uh, meet with Kane or any others because I I was too busy manning the booth. Someone had to do it. Yeah. So I let I let uh, Corey and TJ go off and have their fun, co- do their cosplays, get their pictures taken, and, and we I was, appreciate that. That's what I was. That's what I was there for. I mean, I was I was there to help raise money for the kids. Everybody else had. I mean, you guys, you guys did a hell of a lot. And then you, I let you guys do your thing, and everyone else pitched in when they could and did their stuff. But I'm not, a, I'm not a cosplayer, so I was just happy to help out there. Yeah, we, we got to get, we had to leave a little bit and do our little networking stuff. Corey and I making deals, and I did secure another sponsor. I haven't told you guys about that yet, but we will be revealing oh, that very soon. I like, know. Just, just to let you know, it is a retailer. So let's just say we might be getting first dibs on NECA. Uh, what? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah i made a huge deal like trump huge so so it's it's huge, huge. <laughs> yeah it's huge huge but anyway speaking of sponsors i uh, will be right back Creepy girls, do you like spooky things in horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, butts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. And we are back for our review of The Mutilator, a.k.a. Fall Break! Uh, <laughs> directed... <laughs> How great was Why that song? That it felt t- like you were watching a, a teen sex comedy, didn't it? <laughs> Fall Break! You got, you got to go on that drape up, that uh, bass drop, that we're going on a... Oh, <laughs> going on a trip, Dad. <laughs> Guys, it. why don't we start a bed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> For sure. So I'm just gonna start right there. What the fuck, dude? Because I did not expect that shit. That was like a full 180. I had to recheck what movie so, I was watching so when that shit I. came up. Because I was like, I had a message yeah. TJ. I'm like, am I watching the right movie? movie? <laughs> it, it was totally. It was totally like, whoa, wait, wait. This this but, song just doesn't fit. But this title actually can arguably fit the movie better than the Mutilator. I think it kind of does. I mean, it only sings the song the whole goddamn movie. Seven times. <laughs> like, Count them. Like, Loomis may have shot Michael six times, but we have to listen to this fucking shot song. Six goddamn Seven times. times. Yeah, but he wasn't on fall break. <laughs> we even got an Which... instrumental version. <laughs> fall break. Sideline on that, I'm not really a college guy, but isn't there fall breaks? I've never personally heard of yeah, them. No, no, they, the, they don't start until right before the fall. Why would they have a fall break I don't fall know. break right. is for fun no fall break is like thanksgiving that's that's the fall break oh okay oh, well i guess yeah deserve that. there's no way that's during fucking thanksgiving though okay, where's that... the turkey in this then yeah that's like end of summer like they're like september it's like barely yeah. fucking fall there is only one good thanksgiving slasher film and we'll get to it uh <laughs> yeah that's 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 down the road <laughs> <laughs> but anyway this film was directed by Buddy Cooper and John Douglas. 
uh, written by Buddy Cooper, produced by Buddy Cooper. Starring Buddy Cooper. Starring Buddy Cooper. <laughs> Is he really in it? No. Oh, <laughs> starring Matt Mitten no. as Ed Jr., Ruth Martinez as Pam, Bill Hitchcock as Ralph, like his character. Ralph was great. Connie Rogers as Sue, Francis Reigns as Linda, Maury Lampley as Mike, Jack Chatham. Chatham. Chatham as Ed, yeah. Ed Sr., Benny Moore's cop. Cop. <laughs> As cop. Great name. <laughs> Trace Cooper as young Ed Jr. and Pamela Weddle Cooper as mother. Music by Michael Menard. Cinematography by Peter Schnell. Edited by Stephen Mack. Distributed by Ocean King Releasing, which Bobby has no fucking clue what that is. Uh, <laughs> I have never heard of them before. Normally, distribution companies, I'm like, yeah, they did this movie. I don't know who the fuck these guys are. And Chad, for the, re- <laughs> for the release, you have some information about that? Uh, I do. You want me to get into it now or wait until we get into our behind the scenes uh, stuff? Let's just do the release stuff right now. All right. Let me scroll down to the right thing here. So. Da, 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 give me Going down. Don't even. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I was killing the empty air, bro. This song is going to play <laughs> at the end of this episode. You fucking know it. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't. No, we if had to watch the closing this movie song. I'm done. We had to watch this movie for the fans and listen to the fucking thing seven times. They can listen to it at least once. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fucking right. I got to where I need to be. Okay, so the film was originally titled Fall Break, <laughs> according to writer and co-director Cooper. Yeah. Uh, the MPAA originally wanted to assign the film an X rating, which the filmmaker re- rejected due to its association with pornography. The Mutilator was initially released to theaters in big cities in its uncut, uncut format in January of 85, but when the distributor tried to book screenings in middle American theaters, they were unable to secure advertising or screenings because it did not have an R rating. At this point, Cooper relented and edited the film to the MPAA specifications. It was then released theatrically later on September 27th. Okay. Yep, pretty much. We got a runtime of 86 minutes and a budget of about $1 million. We have no fucking idea how much money this movie made because we can't find it. It was astronomical. They couldn't get the numbers right. It was that It was that huge. 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 So we got the huge. trailer before we get into our sexy review. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. What do you say? Four days of R&R at the beach. <laughs> I'm in. She's in. I'm in. I got a bad feeling about this. Yes, you do. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. There it is. They thought they were dead wrong. He's what's called a trophy hunter. Boom, 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 boom. Dad used to tell me that he'd hunted everything but man. That we know of. Thank <gasps> you. 
School was hell, but vacation was murder. The Mutilator. <laughs> I love that voice. It's sexy. So that was the first trailer that actually showed nudity on YouTube. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. hence the islands in the stream reference. <laughs> <laughs> the girl's fucking her tits are hanging out in the water. So was it... Yeah. Is it actually labeled as the uh, red, ba- red, uh, red Band trailer at all, or no? No. Hmm. So who's doing the plot rundown? Oh. I can do it if you want. Do it, I guess. Go for it. <clears throat> the college tradition of fall break sends many young co-eds on their way to a wonderful mini-vacations full of memories. Most of them will cherish. However, for young Ed and his five friends through fall break, just means one more week sitting around at a local tavern, wishing that they would have made some sort of plans. Luckily, Ed's father calls him and lets him know that his beach condo needs to be cleaned up for the winter. Ed's friends immediately agree that a few days at the beach condo sure does be sitting around the local tavern. It is really too bad that Ed's father has held a grudge against the boy for some time, and now it's time for some payback. <laughs> In the best way. <laughs> In fucking more a, dude. the best way. It's a few best ways. I gotta Why tell you, the- some of these things, they're good. Why the fuck did he wait so long to, to get revenge? I swear, well, you know, I, I think he was on like a drunken bender. The way he was like passed out constantly, and he's always like heavy breathing. I, th- I swear to God, he was like drunk the whole that, fucking that's time. That's quite possible. Because they walk in, and there's all those empty liquor bottles and shit. Yeah, and the fucking guy still goes after he gets cut in half. Like what the Bro, fuck? That was <laughs> that, that is, like, that that is was level awesome. six serial killer shit. So was this anybody's first viewing of this film? Yeah, it was mine. Really? No. Yep. Hands up over here. That was mine too. I've watched this movie about ten times. Was, that was <laughs> great. Damn. That was so great. His last Dude, act it's... was to cut that fucking cop's leg off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a clean cut too. It was. <laughs> it, was it was fucking nuts. He's walking around with a battle axe like he's fucking Conan. So let me ask you this then, and this isn't like my big question or anything. What the fuck did he stab in the cop's face? Was it a machete? Yeah, that's a machete. Okay, because all you could really see at first, it, I had to rewind it because I thought it was like a goddamn like post from the railing or something like they were standing on. I was like, what the no, fuck? No, because did he if, just you, stab if, him? if you look, if you look at it, it's flat. It's yeah. it's a machete. But what I don't understand is if you read the plot on Wikipedia, it says axe. Doesn't even say machete. No, that's no, a full no, dude. It's like a machete. two foot piece of steel. Yeah, but like you don't I mean. see, but you don't see the end of it, and you don't see the handle. So that's why I was like, "Well, what the fuck is that, dude?" Like, I mean, after rewatching it, I just was like, "All right, it's a fucking machete." But I'd like still, to dude, this guy. That was gnarly. The overkill killer, because oh, he yeah. kills them twice. Yes, he does. Hence mutilator. I mean, yeah, literally, <laughs> like he stabs the cop in the face, then cuts his fucking head off. He decuts. I mean, it was girl, fucking brutal. Cuts her head off. Like <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Pretty rough when the most boring kill is a simple drowning. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. But the talk about an elongated one too. Holy shit! Yeah, that's the slow motion on the hands coming up around her face is beautiful. Can I sidebar on that moment though? Because I'm glad you brought that scene up. Yes. How fucking awesome was it that he just randomly also got naked with him? Like, you know what? I'm gonna join this fucking party too. I thought that's he shows him crawling out of the water. I'm like. Wait, is he naked too? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, he had to be, bro. Like, he was just like, yo. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that. <laughs> and then the dude gets out of the pool, like, not even question anything, and just walks around naked and slowly starts putting on Yeah, his how did he, like, not hear any simple thing? Or come up for that long? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey. <laughs> He, he mentioned the chlorine, but apparently they must have just added it in because they couldn't 
see each other underwater because apparently it's that fucking yeah that fucking cool murky as can be right and it's like nah dude what the fuck but they were pretty good at holding their breath for ridiculous long amounts of time oh yes in my in my notes the re that to make the water that murky they added milk to the water oh okay Hmm. actually yeah okay yeah because milk works wonders with that shit Mm -hmm. were they just trying to like hide her tits for like the better like tit reveal or like was there any particular reason they did that? I like, is it better for the film you or something? You're going to see, you see her tits as she's floating above surface. I, I well, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they didn't want to spoil it right away. You know what I mean? Like, you keep seeing her kind of pop out, and then you finally get the reveal, like, fucking five minutes later or whatever. Like, yeah. I think most likely it's because to hide the killer. So they could they didn't see him in there. Yeah, okay. I could see that. So it's just like a simple little... I still love that he got naked with him, though. That was just so fucking... <laughs> Well, At first, I was like, oh, shit, he's going to fucking Voorhees him. And I was like, oh, shit, he's naked. I'm like, yeah. that's a one-up right there. Dude. I think he just walked in and saw them naked. He's like, shit, went in Rome. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm Well, I guess I'm going at it. I'm drunk enough. Yeah, you got to remember, this guy's drunk the entire fucking movie. I'm telling you, I am 100% certain. You probably, you're probably right, dude. I mean, that house was littered with fucking bottles yeah. and shit. How much you want to bet that he had really no fucking clue that it was his son and friends and was just pissed drunk? It could be. Uh, I mean, but he called his son, though, specifically. Yeah, and told him to come. Yeah, but... I mean, you could have been in a drunk stupor, I guess. Yeah, That's a hell of a stupor, yeah, dude. Yeah, but the... the <laughs> I thought the son basically yelled at his dad saying he wasn't doing it. Yeah. So he didn't, he may not have known, or I don't know. Who fucking knows? It's a movie. We just gotta accept it for what it is. It was a fucking... I mean, technically, movie. it was all his friend's idea, because he was like, that i'm not gonna help my old man and they're all like no let's go to the fucking beach he's like god damn it all right let's go so really it was their own fault you know they sure didn't spend much time at the actual beach for this being like a beach setting like they walked no, the that was about it yeah for sure well i don't know i mean they were supposed to just be cleaning the house but which they never did anyways no they, no. <laughs> they like cleaned up the table for dinner like they were like all right and that's about it hey that's clean the table's clean that's true. I got a kick out of the scene when the at the beginning when they're driving on the bridge, and you see them parting up. And then the shows them and they're driving on the bridge, and there's a cop car behind them, and they're all just like, <laughs> nonchalant. <Yeah. laughs> see, I thought my favorite part in that whole like intro was where uh, he fucking randomly goes out in the field for a piss. I was like, oh, we're just gonna take a piss in the middle of this fucking intro song. <laughs> like, okay. That's why it kind of made you feel like you're watching it like a teen sex comedy. It had gags. Yeah, pretty much. No, I felt like I was watching fucking Full House. Like I said, dude, where the <laughs> fuck was John Stamos? Like, I was a little upset he didn't pop in there anywhere. Yeah. It was such a sure. 180 from the fucking intro of the movie. So, Chad, your notes. Okay, my notes. Let's get into that little page here. Uh, I already mentioned that the film's original title was Fall Break, I, and it was released theatrically in two versions. Uh, so the woman playing the mother, Pamela Weddle Cooper, stepped in at the last minute to play her. Uh, in the opening scene, after the original actress cast in a role, decided not to play the part for religious reasons. <laughs> right? Okay. What, what really? So she, so she missed. What's the religious religion? reasons? Like I'm against matricide. Like so, yeah, so I think maybe, most people are. Maybe she's born again Christian. <laughs> how the hell did she I, I, not know what she was getting into though? Maybe she thought it was like the a, movie, like a comedy. If I break, you know. But what's the religious problem though? Is is what I, my question? There's no religion involved in this. Well, a lot of like super super. Super religious people don't want to be involved in horror movies. It might just be the That's, child killing too. Um, uh, okay, yeah, that I could see. 
Yeah, and how fucked up was it that his dad was dreaming about killing him as a kid? Oh, that was actually, dude, like... That is fucked up. That's what made the movie kind of interesting to me. Like, just because I was like, wow, yeah. they, they really fucking went there. Yeah, it's like, like, he, it's like he's been dreaming of killing his son for his whole life ever since, uh, ever since he accidentally shot his mom. And it wasn't even just one kill. That's the craziest part, dude. It was numerous fucking ways. I was like, wow. Yeah, it was just, Really going into that shit. Yeah, it was really messed up. Uh, so uh, I guess the main cast, they bonded quickly and got along really well, even staying on set to watch filming uh, after their characters have been killed off to support each other. Uh, Maury Lampley, the guy that played Mike, on the other hand, um, spent his downtime between scenes on the nearby beach working on his tan and left the set as soon as his character was killed off. He also frequently disagreed with his character's makeup and insisted on applying him himself. So he basically was a diva. Which one was that? Which one was Mike? There's always... Mike was, uh, he was the dude who looked like he got duffed in the face. I think he was the one in the pool. Oh, okay. No, you mean the one who got the motorboat kill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his makeup didn't look like, yeah. We'll go to that when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the film was actually shot in chronological order in 29 days. Hmm. So that's actually, that's actually pretty rare that you actually see a film because they just kind of jump back and forth. But they actually shot it in order. Uh, the cast and crew stayed cast and crew stayed at a nearby motel, which was owned by writer director Buddy Cooper's family. Uh, Buddy himself now owns the motel, and much of the film's crew still works there. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool if they all kind of stayed on and uh, bonded and worked together. Now, uh, the climax itself was shot in a single night. Really? That was all done. Oh no shit! Night. That's fucking cool, though. That's that's impressive. That's very impressive to get. Nuh-uh. All right. <laughs> what a fucking dick bag. Sorry. Guys, just go on uh go on our goes to hell fan page and then uh just check the picture of Corey and I with Kane. Uh and that will say it it's all I I I love that picture, dude. No, look at the latest comment. I want comment. that shirt. You, you got to see the comment. Look at the latest comment. What a douche. Uh <laughs> okay, uh Linda was originally- I'll, I'll go to it when we're done with this. Okay. Linda was originally supposed to be shot from beneath the spear gun while she floated in the pool. But they couldn't get the special effect to function correctly in the water. Uh, the decision to drown her instead was thought of on the spot. So that was all uh, improvised. Which no I, shit. That makes yeah. a lot more sense why they put milk in the water to make it cloudy. Right. Yeah, that adds up. Uh, Big Ed was originally going to be killed on a drawbridge, but the sequence was ultimately shelved because the filmmakers couldn't get access to the drawbridge. No shit. Yeah, so that's another thing. At the same time, I kind of like that it was all contained at the house. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. it just... Yeah, because it, 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 it gave wouldn't... you that claustrophobia even with open land. Yeah, right. It, do- it doesn't make any sense for me to have them just suddenly be on a drawbridge and have the climax no. there. That really... That wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense. That would have been, like, completely out of left field. So it actually worked out better that way. Uh, uh, Matt Mittler, Ed Jr., saw the film at a theater in New York. As he walked out, the girl working at the concession stand recognized him from the movie and asked, how's your leg? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and a little bit about the uh, the actual video release essay. Okay, it was released in 1985 on VHS and Betamax by Vestron Video in both the R and unrated versions. Code Red had been working on a DVD release of the film. However, information on the film surfaced that uh, Code Red planned for the unauthorized release of the film. So they were trying to release it and they didn't have the rights to it. Uh, Vipco released the film on DVD in the UK, <laughs> although cut by seven seconds. And Dragon Entertainment released the film uncut in Germany. <laughs> Buddy Cooper stated these releases are also unauthorized. Uh, Arrow Video 
announced that they would release the film on Blu-ray, both the UK and the US, on September 29th, back in 2015. And it marked the first legitimate, first legitimate high def. <laughs> I'm trying to read here and you're interrupting me. Uh, but they delayed the release after they found the fully uncut print of the film held at the Library of Congress. So I think the one that we saw was the actual uh, uncut one. I want to fucking run. I want to reply so bad. <laughs> I'm oh sorry, guys. Keep going, Chad. Oh, this is this is getting hilarious. The listeners aren't even going to know what the hell we're laughing at yet. Oh. Uh, Patrick Goldstein of the LA Times criticized the film upon its theatrical. Oh release. my god. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, <laughs> shit's going on, so I'm going to have to see this. What the hell is going on? Uh, <laughs> I can tell you. Ta- tag me so I don't have to. It's just through. it's in the group chat. That's all. D- don't even worry about it. Don't, don't even worry, worry about, about it. it. I'll just tell you what. Johnny just got me my new screensaver. Oh, uh, that. Yeah. Right, c- continue. Yeah. Right, hey, continue on with the things of this movie because it's yeah. it, we we got to do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, they panned it upon release, saying it's a dull, amateurish shocker whose most striking characteristic is its complete lack of any ideas, good or otherwise. What the fuck? What kind of schmuck writes that? That was awesome. I love this movie. Uh, Variety called this it a, a boor- great movie. Yeah, or, uh, Variety called it a boring horror film. Fuck those guys. Fuck Variety. Okay. Um, Jeremy Wheeler of All Movie praised the level of gore, but criticized every other aspect of it, uh, noting that with effects echoing early Tom Savini, the killings of the mutilator are not only gratuitous, but sickeningly ingenious. What the fuck? I can't even finish reading this. What the hell do you expect from a movie called The, the Mutilator? Mutilator? Actually, <laughs> it's a it- fall break. <laughs> you gotta hit that bump. You gotta hit that bass drop. <laughs> <Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. laughs> fall break. Oh, my. Oh, so yeah, basically critics don't like it, but fuck it. It's horror. <laughs> I don't care what they think. And it's a slasher film. So... It's a gore boy. <laughs> I mean, where, where would you guys put this on the level tier of horror? Like, I, I personally, I would say this is like C film. This isn't even B. Ah, uh, like it's like a, would, it's like a mid range. Like it's like a C plus, maybe a B minus. I'll give it. I'd say it's a B minus. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I would. I would say at level. I would say it's it's a C aspiring to be a B. So it's yes. Okay, there you go. I'll go with that. I'll give it a C plus plus. I would far, give it the B minus. Okay. I would give it the B minus because I got if if it was better edited and it it was released more theatrically, I think it would have done pretty well mm-hmm. than yeah. mo- most B movies because it was really it, it is it is different. You think about it. The the moral of the killer in several ways is known, but not because it, he's probably drunk. Yeah. So you got to take it to some accounts of like. What is he really doing this for? Do you really have to wait all this time? It could have been done already. I mean, he was either drunk or the way he was like sweaty and looking, he might have just had to take a really bad shit the whole fucking time and nobody was leaving his house. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. That's it. That's it. He had to take a shit the whole time and they wouldn't get out of his house. He couldn't get to the bathroom. Boom. Yep. That's why he, he unlocked like, the door. Fuck you all. <laughs> That's the real reason why he unlocked the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any more notes? That's it. Uh, Johnny D, what's the question, my man? 
Alrighty. So, um, I actually kind of have two. Okay. Uh, one is more specific about the movie as, uh, what the fuck was with the pick of the victim that the son was just totally nonchalant about? He was like, oh yeah, that's some dude my dad accidentally killed yeah. with his boat. Yeah, that was yeah, that's fucking like, terrible. And they were just like, oh, okay. Like they weirded out about it, but not like me. And I don't know about you guys. I would have kept questioning that shit. Like, well, yeah. no, 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 we're going to go back to that shit. What the fuck, dude? Like, I, I, I totally agree with uh, you. The first time I watched the movie and he said that, I'm like, you just told your friends that your dad basically almost killed somebody with his boat. It was an accident. That doesn't look like an accident. That looked like a fucking accident that needed to happen. Or he, you know, like, come on. But even if it was still an accident. Why the fuck did he take a picture of that? And because yeah, that is straight up serial killer, like my victim fucking laying in the blood. Like, took, holy shit. Dude. He took a picture of it and framed it and hung it in his house. Yes. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Let alone framing a picture of also his throwing star that he got right in the middle, which it looks like it was on a random fucking place on the wall. He decided to put a picture frame around and go, yeah, I got it right in the middle. No, it, w- it was a sinker. Whatever, but still. Okay, so why wasn't that was brought back in the movie, but it wasn't brought back in the way that I expected it to be brought back. How do you guys feel on that? Yeah, yeah, that was that's what I was starting to say. How, how hard could it have been to sink one of those in the wall if Goofy Guy did it, you know, with one throw and then the girl hit him in the freaking temple with one also with one throw? I was expecting him to take out at least one motherfucker that method. Like, they showed it for a reason. I was like, okay, he's got a nasty fucking, like, throw, so he's just going to take somebody out walking around the corner or some bullshit, you know? What I thought would have happened would have been multiple ones, like, constantly throwing them. Okay. Hmm. But, yeah, so, besides the pick of the victim, which was fucking... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was just weird nonetheless. Um, I actually have a random question for all you gentlemen, and this might put you on the spot, so I apologize. But at the same time, I think it'd be kind of funny. So when uh, I believe her name was Sue gets killed with the fucking oh, I can't think of the actual name, but the giant fish hook, the gaff, the gaff. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. I was brain farting on that. OK, so when she gets killed with the gaff, not that the serial killer is like a catchphrase serial killer. But I feel like that would have been a perfect spot for a 1980s like killing catchphrase, like "Oh, I got some tuna on the hook tonight." <laughs> like, oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, there should have been a catchphrase there. That would have been perfect. So my oh, question would be: Is what would be your catchphrase for when he hooked Sue? If you could think of one on the spot. Oh shit! Um. God damn it! I know this is a little bit of a different pace for Gordon Moore, but I figured I could kind of shake things up a little bit. Ooh, I like that. Uh, catchphrase for it. Uh, I'm sorry. Is this your first time? <laughs> Ooh. Looks like we won't go hungry tonight. Looks like I got you hooked. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, I hooked a big one. <laughs> I like it. Oh, fuck yeah. Awesome. Hey, wait. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Did I pop your cherry? 
So if we ever remake this movie, we need to have a catchphrase, at least that, that fucking kill. Because oh, yeah. we that need, was just missed opportunity. We need to remake this, yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here, wait. Here's one here. It's a hook in the mouth. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Someone's got a pierced lip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a whole new level of piercing. <laughs> so, oh, I Bobby, fucking love it. Bobby, douche of the movie. Uh, Bobby, douche of the movie, before, Rat Ralph. Really? The goofy fucker? I, I, yeah. Or what is, wait, I fucked up his name, didn't I? Uh, which one ralph is the no there's ralph is uh he was the skinny uh ginger guy yeah gingerhead kid yeah kind of didn't look to him i mean he was great but at the same time he is the douche of the movie that's because he played pranks on them okay yeah i i uh i do agree with bobby that i think that he was trying to he was quote unquote the uh like traditional like trope douche yeah but he wasn't like at least the sad mopey prank guy like fucking uh Shelly. Shelly and fucking Friday thirteenth. Like at least, you know, Ralph was getting fucking pussy still. So That is very true. I like how he like when the fuck did he make that dummy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hanging in their room. What the fuck was that? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't there's just something He's fast. He is fast. That's true. In that one scene, he yeah. was very fast. He was like the fucking Flash. <laughs> she said she was going to have something for him. <laughs> I yeah. like how he almost nailed them in the fucking room. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Okay, yeah, I forgot about the nailing him in the room. Yeah, he's douche in the movie just because of that. What happened? Whatever he goes, Ralph goes in the basement and he's like, hey, guys, if you're down here, he's like, I'm locking Hello. up for the night. Yeah. And he's like, well, I got to keep you guys safe for the night. And he picks up the <laughs> hammer and a nail. Yeah. Like, seriously, he <laughs> I like how he just kind of yells in the fucking garage and he like walks around. And then his, you know, the only solution he could come up with is I'm going to nail this fucking door shut. <laughs> I mean, he didn't do it, though. Like he thought about it. But he's just like, no, I can't even do that shit. No. No, no. <laughs> like his doucheness has a level. He's just like, nope, I still have code. I yeah. Can't go that far. Yeah. So uh, we got our questions now, don't we? Uh, unless Bobby has some more behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I do not on this film. I really couldn't find too, too much. And I did. I digged for quite a bit. I couldn't find too, too much on it. Okay. I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only one then. For I, sure. I, I, I found as much as I could. It didn't seem like there was a lot, but man, this, this was actually a really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Okay, so it's definitely uh, a good summertime movie. No, no, it's more of a fall time movie. It's 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 a fall break movie. <laughs> oh, we're going we're going with the fall break we're shit, huh? Break shit. <laughs> you have to. I mean, if you're not singing that in your fucking sleep after watching, like, I I am I am going home and I'm finding that song. That is no, gonna be, that no. is gonna be on regular rotation on my iPod. <laughs> Every like we're couple play, days, we're gonna play that that media, then. Oh fuck. Oh, do We're it. We're fucked, TJ. I, well, I, th I think I know what the outro song is going to be today. Oh, for sure. <laughs> as it should be. As it should be. <laughs> okay. Well, MC Hammer again? No. <laughs> so, our favorite kill. Our favorite kill was what, guys? Uh, the, the hook and the puss. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Bobby, what was yours? Yeah, Bobby. I love the motorboat to the body. I don't like how his makeup looks, though. It doesn't look right. All right, Chad. But I, but yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, yeah. Go ahead, Bobby. Sorry. 
The, I love the motorboat because you never saw it before. Right. Plus, that guy has to have some massive strength to be holding that. Yeah. That's, that's, very not, a, that's not an easy feat to hold. I, I'm strong, and I know I would still be going, this is fucking heavy. I mean, and to add to that, he did one-arm the bitch at the end, dude. He just straight up picked her right up above his head like it was fucking nothing. Well, yeah, he had, exactly. He had, and he had then, muscles. muscles going on. But the problem is with me, that makeup the guy had after that kill, it, it didn't look right. There was, it looked more like slash marks than a motorboat gotcha. The only problem I had with that scene was the William Shatner death scene. The, the, his William Shatner death. <laughs> the way he kind of dragged oh, yeah. like, oh, No, dude, that was oh, the best, man. Oh, I fucking oh. laughed so hard at that shit. <laughs> yes. I, I, actually oh. thought, I actually thought the, uh, the, the cop death was my favorite. With the the machete to the face, and then he chops his fucking head off for over. That was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, and that was a great effect. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's the the kills in this movie were actually really fucking good. Yeah, they were, they were really yeah they really were imaginative. like I it it actually took me by surprise. Like I said, watching this is the first time watching between the fuck. I mean, dude, even the intro kill like that was just like holy fuck, man. That was a bloody fucking blast to her back. That it was. Like, but I think my favorite was, and I don't know them together, but it was almost like when the dad was having his dreams, dude, just because like, listen, man, I'm going to give any credit to any movie that has the balls to kill a kid, let alone three times in a row, different ways. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so like, I, I got to say, dude, that was just that just, it maybe not because it was like the most crazy or anything like that, dude. Cause I love the motorboat kill, but like that was just so fucking abrupt and like, holy shit, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, like, I don't know, like just the fact that, like I said, that dude, anytime a horror movie takes the balls to actually kill a kid, dude, like I got to give mad appreciation to that shit. Cause it's, it, it you know, sometimes that just like, it's just too far for two people, you know, for people. But yeah, dude, the, the fact that like, and at the same time, I'll add to it. I, I think it made it even better that, like, during the uh, credits, you got to see when they were kind of playing out that scene. But, like, you know, then they, like, hug each other and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, really that was kind of, yeah. Like, like, the, like, that nice little behind the scene thing. Like, that was just a nice little addition. But I don't know, man, dude. There was just some. It's, it's hard to narrow this one because the kills were fucking great, dude. That's a primarily like, reason why I love this movie. Uh, even yeah. fucking uh, Ralph's kill, man. That. Like, I felt like you actually felt that one, dude. Like, I don't like Ralph might have been the D bag, but he was still my favorite character, too. Yeah. And like the fact that he was kind of like generally concerned for his friends and shit like that. And, uh, you know, he was just trying to get some putty, but his girlfriend's <laughs> like, no. And then he goes out and gets fucking murdered because of it. So, Chad. And he didn't even have it and he got murdered. Exactly. He didn't even get a wet first. That sucks. Poor guy didn't even get a reach around. Uh, I mean, at least he was better off than fucking Ed Jr. Who just blue balled the whole goddamn time. But, you know. Yeah, the virgin. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, best scene, guys. I like the hide and go seek. You know what? Oh, go ahead, sir. I like the hide and go seek type thing. That's what I thought, too. I was thinking that was the best scene, too. Just because, once again, old Ralph... Gets a little touchy feely with his girlfriend, then tries getting a little touchy feely with the other. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. The only thing that bugged me with that scene is how bright it was in the fucking house. Yet they're trying I to know, walk around I like know. it's pitch goddamn black, Wait, and man, I'm like, I, I can't. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, like, 
there's no other way to do it though. Like it's either gonna right. be, you're not going to see the characters or they're going to light it. So, uh, like we can see them and then they're just going to act, act their ass off, you know? Right. Well, oh, yeah. Which we kind of know they can't really do that because the line delivery in the beginning is just pretty bad. Yeah. But the, I like at first I thought they had their eyes closed, which made way more sense. But then I'm like, no, wait, they actually have their fucking eyes open. They're just acting like it's super fucking pitch black. Yeah. But the game in itself sounds interesting. Like, get drunk and play hide and seek. Yeah, basically. (laughs) It's called manhunt and do it outside and don't run into a tree. I've done that. (laughs) Don't run into a tree. (laughs) While you're drunk, it's a little tough, you know? (laughs) And that is your public service announcement from Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Bessie, I give one. For me, the ending. The whole ending sequence of them fighting and then as... As Ed Senior dies, he still goes at it. Yeah, like he gets chopped in half and he cuts the guy's leg off. Come on, that was great. I like laughs menacing. Laughs menacingly, dies. He's like, I'm happy. Yeah, he fucking laughed while he did it. <laughs> At first, I yeah. thought. First, I thought, who the hell is laughing? Because my wife's sitting there watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just, we were just enjoying Corey taking shots. Oh, anyway, anyway, uh, Bobby, what is your best scene, buddy? Oh, the uh, the ending. Oh, okay. I just okay. said it. Okay. Uh, we were we were trolling a little bit there. Anyway, I, I kind of <laughs> detached uh, myself. It's okay. It's okay, TJ. Troll, troll. <laughs> so, did the opening scene hook you fuckers in? Uh, not which really. one? Uh, you know the the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna really? the real one or the, the full the, house one. The the kid accidentally shooting his mom didn't hook you in. I didn't <laughs> like it. It felt so fucking forced. Like the acting was so bad. Like yeah, the acting dad, was bad through the whole movie, though. The dad barely. It really was. Like, the, the dad. But that's why it was good. <laughs> he he fucking smacked his son. That's how he reacted. <laughs> what the hell? Like he walked in and he's just like, "What the fuck?" And he walks over and then he like looks at his son and smacks him. Like there's no like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then what? he and he pours a drink into his dead wife's mouth. mouth. <laughs> yeah, but see, I dug that dude. Like, I like that he put chest and just fucking sat there. Like, and why did he? I mean, that's kind of dark imagery, honestly. Why? Did he yes, it is. Why did he? But that's why it fits. There is a delay, and it's pissing me off. Like between Bobby hearing it and then John hearing it. So like we try to talk and then there's Bobby and then there's John. God damn it. <laughs> I noticed a delay when we were singing to Bobby. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys, it didn't bother you that he took the fucking sign off? That I cleaned them for you? For and you? put it on his wife? What oh, my no, God. No, I loved it, dude. That was awesome. That was genius. No, that, uh, the opening scene definitely hooked me in, man. Because like. I, th- I thought so, too, yeah. It, it. <sighs> I will give you that it, the movie just fucking starts, which kind of threw me off. Yeah, there's no. When it's all sudden, it's just, yeah, there's no nothing, dude. It's just all sudden, like, oh, house. And you're like, okay, we're, we're fucking doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, I thought and, I missed uh, something. <laughs> yeah. But no, man, dude, that. I mean, you saw it coming, and it did, but it still didn't matter. Like, as soon as he put the sign up, he's like, oh, I'm going to clean the. I was like, oh. Yeah, you fuck, knew shit was going to go down. You saw that. I didn't think it was going to happen so quick, though. I figured it would have been a little more elongated and then would have happened. Yeah, that's true. But honestly, he's a terrible... That father's a terrible fucking hunter because I don't give a shit if this is 1984 or 85, whatever. 
you still have a fucking lock on your goddamn gun cabinet, let alone you don't fucking keep one loaded. Like that. Yeah. Back then it didn't matter, man. Nobody gave a shit. That's true. That that's not true. My dad kept. Uh, his I don't know, man. My family's always had their shit locked up, bro. Like yeah. it's just. We didn't necessarily have it locked up, but he definitely did not keep them loaded. Actually, the let's blame this all on the mother because she Ooh. was home alone with her son and let him do that. That's was, fair. Ooh, that 80s. is true. It that is very fair was, and true. Yeah. Like he probably even told mom, like, Dad, I'm gonna go clean dad's guns for his birthday. And she was probably like, Oh, that's a great idea. You're such a good son. Don't shoot me. Dude, if they had that, <laughs> that should have been what she how said. much more <laughs> fucked up would that have been? That would have been priceless. For damn sure. <laughs> so best hits, hottest girl gonna say Sue. Yep. Not even a question. Uh, I'm going to have to say Linda because she's the only one you actually tits. Wait, which one was Sue? Sue was the one who got the fucking uh, hook up the pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Ralph's Uh, girlfriend. She she seemed to have the bigger set, but you didn't get to see them, which is really disappointing. Correct. I will agree with that. Nice and massive, though. Yes, yes, it was. Which, good for Ralph. But she was not the hottest. I I think uh, the hottest... Which was, mm. uh, the, the, See, I thought Sue was the hottest. I just Linda's got them big fucking furry caterpillar eyebrows, dude. It was yeah. just kind of hard to yeah, get I, that. I, I'm with you. Sue was the girl in the t- in the in the pool. What? No, Linda no, was. No, oh, wait, Linda wait, wait, wait. was. Sue was Sue. the girl that uh, got decunted. Okay, sorry, sorry. I'm getting all. <laughs> uh, we we can't even get this right. Like seriously. Yeah, she goes out in her nighty. And here's the thing: is he when he kills her? He grabs her, chokes her, picks her up, and then carries her from outside all the way into the garage. And she doesn't make a noise. Doesn't make a noise. And he still has a hold of her, cleans off the desk, then puts her on, grabs her, and somehow she's not struggling. And she's not even ma- still making, not making yep. a noise. And then he just sho- shoves the fucking hook inside of her, and then she just looks down and watches him do it. And it pierces her. And that is a delicate man right there. He knows what he's doing. Well, maybe he crushed her. I mean, I was thinking maybe he like kind of crushed her windpipe a little bit or something. So that she couldn't. Could that could I don't know, that's where I was kind of going with it. Or the larynx H2O went. That could have been it, too. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I can see that. Uh, everybody, so everyone agrees, Sue? Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll go with that. Did the score set the mood? Okay, no. no. The, uh, the music when the killing was happening was great. Anything else, you know, the, the fu- fucking song that was played seven so- times, uh, that can fuck off. So I'm not even going to talk but that, about that. But that's music, not score. The score I thought was terrible. The score was like... No. It was it was that was a typical 80s cheesy score. Didn't set the mood really good. Wasn't anything new. I absolutely hated the music when it like showed him stalking. It was like, a okay, bump, yeah, 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 bump. you're right. It was like, it was terrible. Really? It sounded- See, I actually dug it, dude, because like, yeah, it's some wicked bass and shit. No, nah, it like- sounds like the music from the burning. It sounds like they took it right from the burning. What's wrong with the burning, though? Nothing. That music uh, sets the movie. That music sticks with that. Don't use it again. That's fair. Okay. It was, I don't know. It was, it's, I thought like the killing parts were actually good, but I thought like just the random, like, normal other scenes was like eh. it, it felt very uh sitcom is okay. what i'm looking for I can like see that. yeah it, it, it the score for me just didn't work in it uh it was the only weak point of the movie really aside from the bad acting but i think like i said it was like a c movie aspiring to be a b movie so i will excuse the bad acting I mean, the acting, this is probably all their first roles, I'd imagine, or 
you know, probably their only roles. Yeah, that's very possible. Yeah, I've never seen them in any. Actually, no, Ed Junior, older. I think he's been in other stuff because his face is kind of familiar. Matt, uh, what was his name? Matt Mittler. Yeah, I think he's been in other stuff. I actually well, thought Ralph kind of reminded me of the uh, professor from Popcorn. The, the kind of I don't think it's the same guy because you're only talking a couple years difference. It's like maybe three or four years most, so it's definitely not the same guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's actually only been in the Mutilator, and he was in something called uh, Fall Break. Matt the was also in Dead Wait, Time Stories. Did you say he was in something called Fall Break? It says Fall Break, <laughs> the making of the Mutilator. Wait, really? They're yeah, it's, uh, 2016. It's oh, it's on the before. it's on the DVD then. Oh, okay. He oh, was also okay. in Dead Time Stories yep. in 1986. That's fun. And then he was in a movie called Dick and Jane Drop Acid. And die. What? Yeah, Dick and Jane Drop Acid and Die. <laughs> That's a fucking hell of a title. Wow. 1991, huh? Yep. It's probably super fucking meta, too. But moving on, moving on. We don't want to get caught up too much. Best song. No, fuck that shit. Yes. Here we go. Best song. Not commenting. <laughs> do, I have a, can we, do we even have to say it? Nope, we can just move. The on. only song. The only song. Just play it later on. Just play it later on. <laughs> Favorite character. Ralph. Even those douches. Hands down. With Ralph. Yeah, he was Ralph and Ed. Ed Senior. Agreed. Ooh. Uh, was it? I, dude, his his eyes were fucking wicked. Like he was always wide eye. It's because he was drunk as fuck. I'm telling you. That's why he's good. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, was it scary? No. 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 Not really. I don't think it was scary then either. I think if it was I scary mean, then, we would have been. I, it might have been. Office. It was definitely a little. Uh, it caught me off guard with the whole fish hook up the vagina. I'm not going to lie on that. Like, that might have been a little off putting for some people, but the rest of the movie, no. I think that was the main no, reason I, why I watched this movie. Dude, I'm so happy I was in there because I was just like, holy fucking shit. It's that, like, next it. it's that next level of kill. It's taking it to like a cringe area. Yep. And I love it. Never love been everything done about before it. and never been done again. Exactly. No. Does it hold up? Unless today? you count the chain. Unless you count the chainsaw and hatchet too. The hacksaw in the terrifying. Oh, the chainsaw up the two guys nuts. Yeah. And then they're hanging on the tree. That's yeah. not, that's not a hook in the puss. No. So, uh, does, I mean, it, does it hold up today? No. <laughs> if I could post that Bugs Bunny meme right now where he's like, new, yeah, that'd be it. That, that would fit perfect. It's funny because all the, all the answers to our questions, it makes it seem like we hated this movie. We actually really, really like it. No, yeah, it's because you, you got to be honest with it. You got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Listen, man, you don't go into this watching, like, expecting a fucking top A-notch movie, man. You're going in expecting tropes and cheesy horror and fucking awesome gore, and yeah, this is, it delivers it's, on it's all fronts. ass and enjoy it. Uh, yeah, it's not Citizen Kane. It's uh, got them sweet 80s long butts, dude. Mm. <laughs> Was the acting good or bad? Bad. bad. Terrible. Very fucking horrible. <laughs> the line delivery was just, oh, my God, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. So, it was so bad. I okay, one of my the best parts about that is when he's in there buying beer. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, Why dude. Does he pull that fucking shit off. What the fuck does he say? Like he's uh He's like, This is this is um discriminatory discrimination yeah. against me or something. <laughs> How old do you gotta be to get that discount? Sixty five. 
What? Meanwhile, to point out, he's talking to a black guy. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> I just hope like that black dude just I just hope that guy like double like double charged him for the beer <laughs> and still gave him like the ten percent discount, but like quadrupled the price just for the fuck of it. I just thought it was hilarious that after they drove away, the guy's wife comes out. She's like, Did you sucker another college guy? A college kid in <laughs> two six packs yeah, instead dude. of one. <laughs> Fucking love it. But yeah, that was a, a terrible acting. Um, hey, what about that sweet cop at the random end, dude, where he just kind of cut in there in the window, like, pull forward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he had no, like, it was just so abrupt. You're just like, cop in window. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was in the attacks, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, he says, pull forward. Meanwhile, in the reality, I'd be like, get out of the fucking car. Put your hands on the hood. <laughs> yeah, right. blood's everywhere. What the fuck are you doing? No. They, they literally saw them drive this guy into a wall, and their first thing is pull forward. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's fucking. It's fucking <laughs> could have been worse. You could have said pull out. <laughs> no, that would have been better. <laughs> Man, we could remake this oh. with so many great cheesy one liners. Dude, but if this movie was remade now, oh my God. Shoot. Oh, sick. I'm thinking like Terrifier, like fucking just times 100, dude. This is going to be one of the films that I really do not like the cinematography on. Uh,. I feel like them shooting in a house really limited them on specific shots. And I, I feel like a lot of stuff was just literally just based around this one house and this one set. Uh, and that, that garage in the basement was definitely overused. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, it's seriously the same shots over and over again. And it, it's just not good. I mean, they, I feel like that. I will agree. They definitely overused it, but Time they brought in his weird little like trophy room there. Like they set it up so early, they had to keep like showing it till he finally was like filling it up or something. I don't know. Okay, here's my question: the budget was like what one million? Yeah. The fuck did they spend it on? There was like so there's like two uh, sets. There was nothing. What the hell did they spend a million bucks on? Running the beach house. Now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I had to spent half of it on that fucking beach house for or for a month. As I've said it before, they really shot in such a place where there was so much to do. They kept it at the house, which is good, but at the same time, you can only see and do so much. Right. It's like even Camp Crystal Lake is fucking more open than this whole movie is. I mean, they did have some nice shots of the ocean and stuff, so they did have, like, some panning shots of that, but, yeah, it, all in all, it is a... I mean, what, you got to see two bedrooms and the main room, like, three or four times in the kitchen, and then the garage basement, like, 18 times. And the pool. Take that away, and, and all you saw was a pair of... Oh, I forgot about... Yo, so, speaking about the pool, I need to get me one of them covers for that shit, dude, because that looked fucking sweet as fuck. <laughs> that was pretty weird. What the hell was that thing? I thought there, I thought somebody was spraying for, like, potato bugs. All I could think of was that scene from uh, Cheech and Chong, dude, where he had the... Yeah, that's all I could think. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually my first thought, too. Like, oh, somebody growing weed in there. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, it could have been. There was a lot of plant life. That's what the hell else, too? Every time the lights went out, she was like, oh, where do everything... Like, who the fuck is she talking to? There's only one other dude in there that she knows. Well, she of. Is, she's stupid. <laughs> I guess. But like, it, she did it. She did it twice, though. Like when the lights went off again, they're like, oh, everybody left. Like, what? Ah. 
I just chalked it up to bad 80s. I mean, maybe it wasn't even the actor's fault. Maybe it was just like whoever fucking wrote the script was like, who who fucking cares? Just fucking ad lib and just went with it. (laughs) So did you like the premise, guys? Mm, Yes, loved it. Yes, it was the way it ended, absolutely. Yeah, it was was small, sweet little, you know, it's simple. And honestly, I feel like they could have probably shortened the movie a little bit. There was just a few extra scenes that was just like, eh, too elongated, like the whole popping up and down in the pool and shit. But no, man. It is what it is. I mean, a father driven crazy by a matricide from a son. Yeah, dude. Fucking insane. Damn it. We've been sitting here retor- recording this whole episode and Kaufman's face has not been here yet once. What are you talking about? I'm looking at right now. You son. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we sit here and record, we prop up the little thing that has Kaufman's face on it. Yeah, it's look at that handsome devil. Look at that handsome devil. There we go. He's staring right into your <laughs> there soul. There we go. So, what's your rating, boys? I'll get the I'll get the calculator. <laughs> two. Okay, two. Uh, Chad. Two and a half. I'll be nice. Okay, Chad. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll give it a three, just because I went in with really really low expectations, and I thought it was a lot better than what I expected. Johnny D. Uh. I'm going to have to go with a three, man, because honestly, I kind of felt the same way. Like, the acting was terrible, and but I've never seen it. But the kills, dude, they just, they stuck with me, man. Like, I fucking loved every one of them. So, yeah, solid three for me. Okay, so uh, 2.5 for me as well. So we got... 2.75. 2.75. We have a 2.75 out of five for this film. It's not because it's a bad film. We love the film, but those cool, but those kills. The kills really redeem it. Yeah. If it weren't for the kills, we're, yeah. looking, at a, we're looking at a one and a half star movie. Oh, solid, dude. Oh, easily. For damn sure. It wouldn't even be watchable if it wasn't for the... <laughs> that's that's kind of true. It's, it's it's teetering trauma. It's it's a bad movie, but it's not the dentist bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's true. like we're talking like old HBO, early 90s. Like yeah. I like I said, it, it it's teetering cheese, like trauma cheese. You know what I mean? Like it's self. I don't know if that's quite it, trauma, but yeah, I can see what you're saying. No, 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 no. No, that's the apples and oranges. Trauma is intentionally bad. It, they okay. know. Okay. Like I mean, they did run over a fucking movie. kid's head in goddamn Toxic Avenger, dude. That was pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, but uh, that's it for our review. But before we we go, let's uh, shill the hell out of our podcast network. So uh, who wants to do this one today? We've done it enough this weekend. Bobby, John. Oh, I'm going to screw up this a little bit, but uh, it, you go, John, I've never done it. So if you do it now, I'll do it next time. <laughs> All right. So this is Gormore on the do back discussion network. We are part of a multiple podcast network, bring you do like do back discussion, a star Wars uh, fan, and just up-to-date news, all that other good shit. We have Hall of Heroes, which is your up-to-date comic news, superheroes, all that good stuff. Uh, we have Wicked Wednesdays, which is another awesome horror podcast. We have Jerk the Curtain, which is our awesome fucking wrestling podcast. Thank you. <laughs> we have Down the Rabbit Hole. It was with our man TJ and And I feel like I'm missing one here. Uh, no, I think you got... Did you say Hall of Heroes? Yeah, you missed Hall of Heroes. No, I said Hall of Heroes. No, you, just, no, you did say oh, you okay. said Hall of Heroes. Sorry, I'm distracted because the fire whistle's going off. It's been going off for like 10 minutes now. <laughs> oh. 
better fucking check out sideways uh but th- but that's it for uh also be sure to visit our t public for our uh, never wipe alone shirts rabbit hole and uh all of our other great designs and visit dobackdiscussion.net your source for pop culture and much more so this is your host with the most tj bowser signing off your dark lord and master chad chrisman signing off killing big... machine oh go ahead, go ahead bobby bobby it's all you buddy <laughs> killing machine signing off see you all later this is your man, Big Johnny D, saying, see you later, Gormar. When the leaves of summer turn red and gold And the football games bring a hint of the cold time to get away We'll pack the car with escape in mind Forgetting about classes, leaving books behind Time to get away Empty cottage sitting on the shore Tore us all left about a month we're gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, ball break. walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweet soul there. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, ball running break. in the sand, feeling alright. Right. And when you fall into my arms, I'll break into your heart. Break, wanna break, wanna break right into your heart.